Hi friends, welcome to Real Life, Real Talk, Real Coffee with me, Hannah, your host. I'm so excited to have you listen to my conversation with Michelle and Jerry Jenkins. They both have a lot of knowledge and wisdom, and it was really exciting to hear how they're still chasing after Jesus as empty nesters and what they're doing as new grandparents. So I hope you enjoy listening, and I hope you can pull something out about how you can pour into others and be poured by others, um, no matter what stage of life you're in. Hey guys, I'm really excited to have you here. We have Jerry and Michelle Jenkins, and it's been fun to get to know you guys just with Michelle, you working with Jake in the office, but also just um, just growing closer to you guys over the year, um, two years, I guess, that um, Jake's been on staff. So I'm excited you guys are here, um, and I first always ask what's in your mug, but we're going to give a shout out to the Rooted Bean, which is the coffee roasting um, company that's now kind of connected in the church offices. So have y'all had rooted bean coffee yet? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Every morning. Yeah. You get to smell it every day at work, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do do y'all have a favorite blend or? Mine's definitely Ethiopia. Yeah. What do you love about it? uh, It's just got that sweetness in it, the berry, the little bit of chocolate. But I'm growing to like India a A lot more. more, too. Yeah. And that's my favorite, India. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that um, she has pictures in the rooted bean where you can see the farms where the beans come from. Yes. So that's super cool. Um, so if people who are listening want some awesome coffee, you can get it from the rooted bean and we can hook you up. So And Papua New Guinea oh, yeah. is newly roasted and it's amazing. Yeah, Have you tried it? Yeah. I, I don't think I've tried that one yet. So. It's really good. Yeah. It's very good. I love that they've been brewing it at church too. That's been super awesome because I think people can taste it and right. see what it's like. So... Well, I'm excited to have you guys here because um, I love seeing the growth that you guys have had in your own personal relationships with Christ, but also um, just seeing you involved more at church and um, seeing the roles that you're filling has been really cool. So um, I wanted to start off just to get a little bit to know each of you a little bit more. So could we hear a little background on uh, maybe your faith story of when you came to know Christ and how that a little snippet into that? Yeah, well, for myself, I don't really have like this great testimony. I can't tell you what date I accepted Christ. I was pretty much raised in a Christian household. For sure. um, but for me, it was just something I always knew was there because yeah. it was, I mean, I was little talking to grandma and my mom at the kitchen table and That's awesome. learning to pray and blessing meals and praying over people that were struggling. You know, that yeah. was something my mom taught me really young. So for me, it's always been there. I strayed and came back. I've been baptized seven times. Wow. And I've also been, I've probably reaccepted Christ many, many times. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. even Sunday when Pastor Ryan did the, uh, you know, if this is your first time, I was praying right along with him. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, but not that I'm not a Christian because I am, but I mean, it was just fun to just renew. Renew a that little, as so. you go. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's super awesome to hear. Cool. What about you, Jerry? Well, for myself, I had exposure to Christ through Sunday school. Yeah. Really didn't understand what was going on at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Just knew, hey, here's this awesome guy that's there. Yeah. And he seems to protect children, not understanding the full story back then. Right. Um, Then once I got into junior high, high school, nah. 
that went away. Okay, yeah. Um, for many years, didn't even think about that. You know, I remember going on spring break in college. That's a long time ago. <laughs> and during that time, there was a uh, a person walking down the beach carrying a cross, a big cross. Where were you at for spring break? It was at Daytona Beach. Okay, cool. And, you know, it's like, what's this all about? And a group of us yeah. huddled around and listened as he was speaking. And, and that always sort of stuck to me. It's uh-huh. like, ah, oh, I've left something behind. I missed something. And then once we got closer with Michelle and myself, uh-huh. and we knew we wanted to get married in a church. I may not have understood why. <laughs> yeah. It was very but, important to me. Yeah. Right. So... And as we uh, grew and started becoming parents, it's like, hold it. We need to connect something here. Yeah. So, and then when we started attending, we attended a few other churches. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know why it didn't stick. We right. didn't, I didn't grow with it. And then when we finally uh, were encouraged to attend New Hope Church, I think that's when my spiritual growth accelerated. Kind of took off. Yeah. Yeah. That I found, hold it, what's going on here? And was able to uh, connect with some people, get some uh, understanding, and bring Jesus into my life. Yeah. And again, I don't think it was a thunderous moment, but it's like, oh, what's that? Yeah. Hey! You know? Watching him grow has been pretty cool, too, yeah. because... You go from this guy that doesn't really come from a, a huge Christian background, but all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you walk out in the living room and he's got his Bible open and you're like, holy cow, Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. I got a Christian husband. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't get that at the beginning, but I got one now, yeah. you know, type thing. So that's, that's a bonus. That's cool to see that growth as you, as your marriage progresses too. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love hearing both of your um, testimonies just a little bit. We've been talking in our life group about the different type of testimonies people have. And sometimes we can, some people can feel um, like their testimony is like not as cool or there's not this miraculous moment. But it's so cool to hear, like even growing up in the church, that as a parent, you want that for your kids, right? You want them to right. have... Um, the, the kind of testimony where they've known Jesus from when they were little, but it's also cool to hear people where God met them on a beach on spring break, or um, it's just cool to see how he does things so differently for all of us. So I love hearing more about that from you guys. You kind of alluded your parents. So can you tell us about your family? Who's in your family? The more exciting news that is more recent <laughs> in your world, that kind of thing. Well, we have a son and a daughter. We're uh, empty nesters. Uh, our son is... Um, married and just gave us a huge blessing that we now have our first grandchild. Yeah. She's three months old tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That went fast. And then we have a daughter. Um, she's in her mid twenties and um, she's not married, but following and walking with God really yeah. well. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Exciting. So yeah, we're, we're excited about this granddaughter, though. I mean, it's a whole new club that you got to have <laughs> wait for your invitation to, to go and join. So yeah. we got the invite. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. What's like the biggest highlight of being a grandparent? 
oh man, just seeing her change so fast. Yeah. I don't know if I recognize that with our own kids because you're with them daily, but I mean, in three months, she has just changed the facial expressions, the recognizing you, you know, that type yeah. of thing is just amazing. Yeah. What's it like to see your own kid become a parent? That has been heartwarming. Challenging too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it, been it, heartwarming it just though. Just sit back and enjoy that moment. Yeah. And watch them work. And also maybe it's a little bit of a testimony. You know, did we plant the right yeah. stuff in them mm-hmm. to move forward? There, and, and try to be more of a counselor, encourager. Yeah. Instead of, you need to do this. Yeah. Right. You're not right. like raising, you're more encouraging. Yeah, we have a different role. Raising. Yeah. You know, we're grandparents. Yeah. We're not the parents. Yeah. And so you have to... And times have changed from when we raised our kids, mm. you know, so you have to look at things and sometimes you bite your tongue and sometimes you just say, you're doing awesome. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. You know, and you're going to struggle the same way we did and you're going to be fine. Yeah. It'll and be it brings okay. a smile sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's you're ready awesome. for the late nights. Yeah. Exactly. You get to go home and go to bed. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. That term empty nesters, though, before we came, I looked it up because, like, well, what's that mean? Because I had a thought in my head uh-huh. when that was brought up many years that, you know, you'll be empty nesters. It's like joy, joy, joy. Yeah. No obligations, do these things, you know. And it's like, and then I saw something about empty nest syndrome. And it's like, huh? That happens? And, and, well, and it was interesting when I looked at that. It's yeah. like, and I do remember a point in time where that feeling of loneliness, what do I do now? Yeah. yeah. You know, because we were basically taking care of children and young adults. And now, okay, they're on their own. Yeah. But it was interesting when I was looking at that. It's like the relationship piece kept popping up. And yeah. it's like, oh. That's where God stepping back. I shouldn't say stepping back in our lives, but we're able to lift that up a little and see that clearer. You have more space to see yeah. that there. Right. Um, it's a great transition into what I was going to ask next. <laughs> so how does that, how did that um, transition work for you? Was it a struggle to become an empty nester? Was it um, like just... Well, it was kind of gradual for us. Okay. So like there's three years between our kids. So when we took our son to college... I cried all the way back home and then it was just kind of like, huh, three years. And then we're sending the other one off to college. And when she went to college, I was doing a little jig in the parking lot going, woo, woo, (laughs) check it out, you know, and, and part of that's mother daughter thing. It was like, you need to go. (laughs) Now's the time. And then we had like a year and then our son graduated, came home for like a year. And so it was just like, so it was kind of gradual. But then we had that year, and then when our son came back, it was like, oh, that kind of cramped our style a little bit. I was you getting know? used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it was gradual enough that it, it worked out well. I mean, uh-huh. it was a huge adjustment. Like, I still can't cook for two of us. Right. I, you know, poor Jerry eats so many leftovers. It's, <laughs> I feel bad for him sometimes. But um, I think it was such a slow transition, yeah. you know, and our kids were busy. They, okay. they held, they had jobs, they were in sports, they were in activities. So it was always like, all of a sudden it was like nine o'clock at night and you're like, 
Oh yeah, nobody's coming home. That's right. right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I can lock the front door because no one's coming home. But yeah. there was the constant communication, which was really good. So For sure. it's changed so much, you know, being able to have a cell phone on your kids and stuff yeah. and. You still worry, especially for kids in college. You know, you worry about what are they doing, who are they hanging out with, that yeah. type of thing. So that part never really goes away. And even as adults, yeah, we still worry about. You know, oh, they're they're driving to Des Moines. I just heard there was accidents at Merle Hay Road, and I I know that's where he travels. And yeah. so you're like, did you make it to work? You know, so you still do all of that, but you you get to go to bed at night. Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> a different prayer. It is. It definitely is a different prayer at night. Yeah. How did that transition of life season change affect your relationships with God? I think we actually had more time yeah. for God. To invest into that. Yeah. You know, like sitting at the table and spending a little more time talking uh, about God or talking about the sermon. Uh-huh. Those were things that I don't know that we did when the kids were young. Because yeah. usually, unfortunately, when I grew up, Sundays were you went to church, you came home, you had a big brunch. And you hung out all day. Yeah. As our kids were growing up, we were still busy, so that we're running here and running there and after we church. We chose to be doing other things. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. for us now, we make it a point to come home, share lunch, whether we go out to have lunch or whatever, but okay. usually right away, we're always like, so what do you think the sermon You today? decompress that together. Yeah. 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 And we make that time. Uh-huh. Where I don't, we didn't make that time when the right. kids were younger. For sure. Yeah. Jerry, did you see any other changes in your relationship with God during that time? Yeah. I mean, like, I think we were able to push out some noise mm-hmm. and meditate and just think through all the blessings we've been giving. Yeah. And just how we hadn't lifted it up and gave thanks. I mean, the things seem to be rushing along and, oh, life's good. Yeah. You know, and maybe only. For me, I probably prayed when there was a little bit of, I'm not going to say, yeah, concernment uh-huh. mm-hmm. of what's going on. And yeah. Instead of praying for, this is awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like a moment by moment, no yeah. matter what, it was more yeah. like it. It was more like, hey, uh, I'm in the check or convenient line here. You know, I got a prayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, there's definitely more time for that quiet time. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, because... When you're busy with kids and you're raising kids and you're shuttling kids to school and things like that and, you know, trying to get to what's going to be for dinner, you don't make time mm-hmm. for that quiet time with God. And that is something that has been really good for myself because mm-hmm. I do make that time. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't have. Right. Seven, eight years ago. Right. Yeah. So looking back, we have a lot of families in our church that are in that stage of like right in the middle of parenthood. What would be like your, if you could give them one piece of advice, what would be your, your little tidbit for them? For me, it would be easy. (laughs) Um, Spend more time at the kitchen table with no phones. Okay. No distractions. Yeah. You know, um, and we did try to make that a priority, but now we get to see that as a huge time with our kids. Uh-huh. Um, we've always had the rule kind of that there's no cell phones at the table, yeah. no iPads, no laptops, whatever. And the dinner table is meant to be for conversation. Yeah. And it's nice to have adult conversations, but you can have those conversations with your kids at whatever age, but just take that time to be like, nope, eating dinner 
in front of the TV or eating dinner with your family at a kitchen table with no distractions. It's like a sacred space. It is. Yeah. It is. Very cool. Yeah, I, I see quite a few young families in, in our church that seem to be doing that from yeah. afar, you know, that, yeah. and which is very encouraging. I mm-hmm. mean, I hope others are able to look at that example of love that's being yeah. shared and see the value and see that and yeah you know not let the world sort of right put that noise in there and yeah. pull them apart and i think too one thing that caught my attention it's been a number of years ago when we were up south dakota and we were doing some activities up there and we talked you know hey should we be pulling back from the church and you know let other people run with that mm-hmm. and uh, I guess the Lord must have been listening to us because <laughs> we went to a service that Sunday. Yeah. And in there they were talking about why would you do that? Why would you be selfish and pull this experience? You've been there. Yeah. You can encourage and help people and say, hey, you know, you're you're not walking this alone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it sort of tripped a... I guess it pushed me a little bit more. Hey, don't withdraw. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a journey. Keep chugging away and picking up a little bit more speed if you can. And, yeah. And I think yeah. that that is a cool thing that I see so vividly in both of you is you're so involved in so many aspects of our church and serving so many different people. Um, and it's awesome to see, like, it, it just seems like as time goes by, you dive in more and more and more. And that's really encouraging to see. Um, what would you say would be, um, kind of like, what's your joy in serving? Like what kind of makes your heart go flutter in, in that? For me, you start witness, you just see the testimony of God at work. Yeah. I mean, it, there's times when you're looking and you can see someone's just not there and all of a sudden something's clicking and they're Mm -hmm. involved or talking with others and God just there. I mean, there, we hear some miracles, so to speak, but right. it's just that relationship of people coming together and sharing mm-hmm. and Definitely. and glorifying God. I mean, just... You get to see him at work, literally. see him yeah. at work. Yeah. yeah, right. Serving is such a... For me, it's always been such a huge part of my life. It's what I've done for a long time. But I think you get to you get to know people on a different level. So yeah. you get to spend that time learning about someone. Yeah. You know, you get to ask those probing questions, you yeah. know, and um, you can't do that on average life. Yeah. You know, because you're too busy to ask five or six questions in a row. But when you're serving alongside with someone, you get to really learn someone's heart or learn what, yeah. what people are really all about. And that's, to me, that's what fills you up. Yeah. You know. For sure. That's awesome. I think one thing that I've seen... Um, I've seen people struggle with is, you know, when you have kids and you're raising them, it's easy to know where to plug in or where mm-hmm. to be involved. If you're, um, if you have a middle schooler helping with middle school youth group is, is a good like go-to spot or, um, something like that. How do you do that when, when you lose that, that easy connection to the church through your kids? What do you, where do you look for those outlets to be, to pour into? Well, I think we're pretty blessed as a church because we have many, many opportunities to get plugged in and to do things for all skill sets, all ages, um, with 
ministry partners, like yeah. Go Serve, um, or even women's ministry, men's ministry, we have great opportunities to get people plugged in. And I feel like um, we're reaching those people because we see somebody that we've been, oh, they've been coming for a couple of years. Yeah. Hmm. Where do you think they're going to fit in? Yeah. You know, and we were just talking in uh, greeters. We had a meeting the other day with the greeters. Simple thing is standing and handing out bulletins. Yeah. And they asked me, they were like, well, how did you select some of us? And I'm like, well, some of you guys were hand selected. I said, you got a great smile and you're personable. That's what I want greeting at the door. For That's sure, what I yeah. want handing out bulletins. So there's a spot for everyone. They're yeah. really, and I think we've worked really hard as a church to make a spot for everyone and to mm-hmm. make everyone feel welcomed. Um, are we perfect at it? No, we never will be. But it, I mean, if there's someone out there that's like, I'd love to get plugged in, but I don't know where. Spend five minutes with me, and I'll find a spot. For <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's what I'm good at. I can, yeah. I can find you a home. I can find you a place to fit in. I think and, that's also a really good thing about first step as a class yes. at church. Is it really helps you kind of see like what is New Hope, right? And what do we have going on? Yep. What do you have going on? And where do those two things meet? Exactly. Um, so that's a cool plug too yeah it is first step explore um find your spiritual wings shape yeah i mean there's so many opportunities that there's really and i think we've done well that there's no excuses right you know i mean you don't you can't come to me and be like oh i i can't find a place to fit in oh yeah you can yeah let me help you yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll help you that's awesome (laughs) jerry what about you i i think that getting the people involved and I'm a little, I sit back and I listen and try to understand and maybe not jump in. And guys, guys like to do typically things hands on. So, and sometimes those relationships, accountability, can Mm -hmm. you be vulnerable with some, a guy that's pretty tough. Right. For guys, you know, I, I see it more that. than women. <laughs> yeah. You know, for I sure. Mean, it, and as you are able to do some gatherings with guys and gain a little trust. Yeah. And build that relationship, then you can have those deeper conversations. What's going on? How can we encourage, you know? Yeah. Wh- what do you need? What do I need? Yeah. What am I missing out? You know, can you help me? Yeah. I mean, that's. As I'm growing a little bit older and not physically as able as I used to be, I have to ask for help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... He's still not great at it, though. I mean, that's it's <laughs> tough for guys to sometimes... I mean, I see guys in our church, they're fabulous at it. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, they, they do that. And as you can sit back and look at that, hey. Yeah. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Instead sure. of, oh, you're a week. No. That is not what that is. Right. You're strong. Because you're able to do that. Because you're yeah. able to do that. That's super awesome. I think one thing um, that's been really important in my walk with God, but especially going to New Hope, has always been my life group. Right. Um, yes. From when I was single, um, and I had an awesome life group that poured into me through that season and then transitioned into a different life group that started, um, and actually kind of about the time that Jake and I met, so as a couple, but the different generations in life group and just how that has been um, a really cool ministry that has um, just kind of helped build my faith. Um, has life group been a big uh, part of your walk and Absolutely. what kind of, what role does that play and what does life group look like for you? I guess. 
life groups definitely the reason we are who we are today. Yeah. Hands down. Um, joining awesome. a life group was for us was just, it was super impactful. That's when a, did that happen? When did y'all start? Oh, wow. 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Okay. So like kind of in the middle of being younger parents. And, yeah. And it's yeah. been a spiritual journey. I mean, okay. there was times it's like, why did we attend this? What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. There, was, first, there was some intimidation there just because we, we didn't understand and we uh-huh. didn't know the questions to ask. Oh yeah. Our first small group, they were doing a, a book from John Piper. And oh Jerry gosh. And like, <laughs> for your first I mean, life. Turn we off were, the fire hose. <laughs> we were close to like, okay, we're out of our womb. We, we, but, this is above us. We yeah. can't do this. But it, at the same time, it's like, okay. Right. Let's keep digging mm-hmm. and pull this out. It did. And it, well, and we even told our small group, we're like, uh, we, we're not sure we belong here. I don't even know what this word is. Pump the brakes. You know, type thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, but and it was, it was really funny because the small group wrapped around us and oh, they poured did? into yeah. us. Oh, that's awesome. Just like, okay, so we're not the only idiots here. Everybody's idiots because none of us get it all. Right. So it was, yeah. it was working together because everybody else was like, a huge yeah, misconception. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand this, but you don't realize everyone in the room also <laughs> does not understand this. Yeah. And I'm the first one to go, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't blonde roots are showing or whatever. But yeah, so that was a huge moment because oh, awesome. it was like four or five weeks in, and I looked at Jerry and I'm like, I don't want to read this book anymore. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't want to read it. And so in small group, I was just like, I'm lost. Yeah. I don't know where we're at in this book. And everybody else was like, yeah, us too. This is really deep. But awesome. we still we still learned a lot from yeah. it. Persevered and got yeah. things out of it. And, and I think in the various small groups, and I can see where Pastor Tom's talking about, you know, we need to keep multiplying yeah. and changing that up and building different relationships because... I'm not going to say it gets stale, but it feels oh, for stale sure. sometimes. You can get yeah. content. Yeah. 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 You're not being stretched and yeah. pushed a little bit. And right. We've right. got, and, and I guess uh, I sort of look up a little bit and I don't want Bill and, or not Bill, Denny and Bev yeah. Davis. Yeah. Love them. And the stories that they bring in of what they're doing. I mean, they're just, they're just a great witness how they just keep going and going. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. They're like the energized bunnies. <laughs> it's like yeah. I keep looking at them and saying, wow, God is just mm, For sure. There. Yeah, that's awesome. What does Life Group look for you look like for you guys right now? Well, we're leaders. Yeah. Uh, for one, anyway. We're in, a, we're in a, more than one. Um, it's taken us to a different level, though, yeah. leading. Um but it's good that we're still in others because we're still getting fed. Fed, yeah. So we can still pour out. Yeah. So it's kind of a circle and it's kind of oh, cool that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it was stretching in the beginning to become a leader. I'm not going to lie. Jerry and I were both like, what did, what did we do? How long are we in this? You know, yeah. type thing. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to go to my office and I'm going to go prepare for the lesson this week. And it's like, okay. You yeah. know, I mean... Yeah. And it's fun to do. It's not a chore anymore. It's, That's awesome. Because when you see your group, like, diving in and asking hard questions, and you're like, oh, we're going to talk about that yeah. tonight? Yeah, I was you not know? prepared for yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fun to listen to your group dialogue. Because, I mean, if you're doing it well, a leader's role is to feed them, and then 
let him be a little more hungry yeah. and ask the great questions. Yeah. And so it works out well. And he's yeah. really good at that. And I, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm the one going, with the hunt tongue hanging out going, oh, yeah, yeah, look at this cool <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, hold it. Where were we? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm over here reading this. That's yeah. super cool. But, I think one of the coolest things to hear about y'all's walk with Christ is that it doesn't really matter what life stage you've been in. You have people that you're pouring into, but also people you're being poured into by. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Just multi-generational up and down. And mm-hmm. I think that's just an encouraging piece that it doesn't really matter what life stage you're in. No. God has a, a spot for you, has people to pour into you, and has people that you can be pouring into as well. So that's really awesome to see through your, yes. through your lives. Um, we always end our episodes with um, reminding us that our values at New Hope are love, grow, go. So loving others, growing in our walks with Christ, and going and serving. Which one do you feel like um, this season of life is kind of where he's got you at right now? Loving, going, or growing? Or a combination? I'm definitely in go. Go? Yeah. Um, I've been there for a few years now. Yeah. Um, uh, and I... I don't see myself in any of the others. I mean, I'm there every day, but right. go is where my heart is. What does that look like? What? Um, just being able to help. I would love to go on more mission trips. Yeah. I would love to get connected, um, even in our own area. Yeah. Like helping with the house up in Ames, yeah. you know, and, and doing that. I think helping with Wings of Refuge, um, opening people's eyes to what's really going on around us. For sure. That you don't have to go to... Mexico or Puerto Rico or whatever to serve, yeah. you can serve right here. And it's kind of fun to see, okay, how can we do that here? What's that look like here in Adele even? Yeah. Like with Love Adele days and things like yeah. that. I mean, there's so much to do and so much to be done that I really feel like I'm at the hands and feet of Jesus right yeah. now. And it's like, I got to go because he's calling me to that. And yeah. I really feel pulled to be doing more with that. So yeah. that's my heart. I think a big thing that I've heard a lot of people got a... Um, uh, it was just impactful from Pastor Ryan's sermon from a couple of months ago is as you are already going, right. go. Like as you are already doing your life, you should be serving and going. And right. And it's was, not always easy because yeah. it can be really difficult or scary yeah. to think about going yeah. and doing something that you don't know. Yeah. But the reward is always going to be there. I don't care what you do. There's going to be a reward Very cool. somehow. Awesome. Jerry, what about you? Well... For me, I think it's a combination of all three, mm-hmm. and it, I just keep circling back. Back and yeah, and it you know there's the growing part, and then the loving, and the going. I I just see myself hopefully at different points during the day participating. That's awesome, in that. yeah. But I see times, him more as grow though, yeah, because yeah. he's really like diving in and. You're spending a lot of time taking the time to learn and take like he finds websites that you can go to and ask your probing questions, you know. So I really feel like you're more in that grow right now. Well, that I like to feed so. me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to hope that I'm more quick to listen. Yeah. You are. And hopefully way better I... than me. <laughs> Balance is good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love how you pointed out, like, throughout the day, you can touch on different pieces of that. And um, I think you mentioned earlier, just like a moment-by-moment faith throughout the day and that relationship with Jesus being 
throughout the day, not just on Sundays or mm-hmm. the day you're at life group. There, or, there was a point where yeah. it's like, okay, Jesus, you need to be over here, over in, here this in this box, little yeah. box, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing so. I'm not even thinking about you. And then yeah. I think my uh, my growth, the spiritual growth is just said, no, you're participating Jesus all day. Yeah. Every minute, every breath. So very cool. Well, guys, this was so fun. I love getting to know you guys more, (laughs) hearing your hearts and just how God's been at work in your lives. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. We're we're excited that you asked us. Y'all, was that not so fun to listen to? Um, I really enjoyed sitting down and listening to them and hearing the wisdom they had to share. I also loved hearing their favorite rooted bean roasting flavor. So if you haven't grabbed a bag of coffee beans, you should definitely check out Rooted Bean and get your own craft coffee. See you next time.